ఓమ జ్ఞాన చేరంధ్యాజన శ్లాకాయ చక్షురు మిలితం very possible for everybody but if you get the chance please go jaya advaita <laughs> thank you for coming hope but to see you again we were just talking about the importance of visiting mayapur and vrindavan and actually mayapur is more important for us because there the mercy of the most merciful incarnation is readily available hmm now temple one can often here rasakirtan devotees sing names of different deities which are not present in the on the altar in this particular temple will this topic be illuminated in your upcoming book on vaishnava etiquette will us just them yes no also uh, in my book on Srila Bhaktisthan Sarasara Thakur, which should be come out prevenient to that, before that. Well, because Bhaktisthan Sarasara Thakur spoke often about qualification for chanting and hearing Ras Kirtan or Leela Kirtan, uh, which can be summarized briefly as saying is that uh, those who are eligible to directly participate in Leela, they have the adhikar or eligibility to sing and hear Leela Kirtan. Mm. Those who are still infected by anarthas, which means almost everybody, uh, they should, for their own spiritual advancement, they should not attempt this. How to overcome um, the one is afraid and scared. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where does it come from and how to overcome it? భయం ద్వితీయ భినివేశిసత్సమితిభయస్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర్ఫీర
both of them fell down. How to develop to tolerance to overcome difficulties, which uh, sometimes come in the process of devotion or practicing Krishna consciousness? There could be many answers to this question. Uh, but you know, Thako has suggested one way. Kobi Nityananda More Kore Doya Sahishnuta Guna This means that uh, he's praying that when will Nityananda Prabhu, out of his mercy, uh, bring to my heart the quality of tolerance. So we can pray for the mercy of Lord Nityananda. The mercy of Nityananda is particularly bestowed upon those who assist Lord Nityananda in the service given to him by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu of preaching Krishna consciousness. Because when we preach, we have to develop, we have to have tolerance. When we go out to distribute books, many people just ignore us. Many people are rude to us. Often when we have meetings of book distributors, we tell stories of the nice people we met and how they were very favorable to take our books. That we have such anecdotes, to, that we like to tell such anecdotes, suggests that they are relatively rare. Because most people aren't very favorable. Actually, when you go out to distribute books, people should fall at your feet and and worship you for doing such a noble activity. But uh, it's it's far more likely that that people will give you, call you bad names and say obscene words. So you have to tolerate. And uh, if people do worship you, which isn't so likely in Russia or even in India, but which is uh, more... I mean, I, when I was in Bangladesh, it was just like, you know, an everyday thing that people actually treat you very worshipfully. And you have to tolerate that also. Tolerate in the sense that we don't become carried away by that or think that now I'm something very wonderful. Not to be carried away. And uh, not to think that I'm something very great. Actually, many of these topics I could speak, you know, I could. this one about fear is a very interesting topic. I could speak the whole time, but then there wouldn't be time for the other questions. How is this quality, Sarvata, is uh, manifest in the association of Vaishnavas, senior, uh, equal, and junior Vaishnavas? Uh, can you describe this quality, Sarvata, in detail? Well, the opposite of Sarvata is Kapatta, which means uh, duplicity, uh, which means that one deals with others in a in a manner which appears that you appear to be being very nice to them, but actually you just want to uh, extract something for your sense gratification from them. This is typical of materialistic dealings. Just like if a salesman is very friendly to you, you know, he doesn't really give a damn about you personally, but he wants to win your... Uh, he, he wants you to think well of him so that he can sell you the product. Does that example go in Russia? Do you don't have so many salesmen? Is it understandable? I mean, they have enough salesmen to people to understand that example. Um, with this, charlata is uh, it's very much connected with uh, straightforwardness in dealings. See, among materialistic people, they they often uh, they, they in the name of tolerance they accept each other's faults. I'm okay, you're okay. There was a book called, this famous book in the in America, which means that, uh, you know, I'm, you don't say anything bad about me, I won't say anything bad about you. In Hindi it said, humbi chup, tumbi chup. That, uh, I won't say anything, you don't say anything. Prabhupada said, this is not our philosophy. Yeah. Our philosophy is, I'm okay, you're not okay. <laughs> <laughs> People actually hate this kind of this kind of talk. 
people people in, in the modern ethos people they detest this this in the western world the uh, the prime quality it's considered the prime quality to be non-judgmental don't judge others everything is okay so now this tolerant so-called tolerant atmosphere this is the wrong kind of tolerance now they tolerate homosexuality and divorce and just anything is considered just normal even though it's sinful the devotee's simplicity is that he's not scheming in his mind how to make different adjustments to get away with doing things which he shouldn't do he doesn't use a diplomatic language to try to explain away the aberrations of others deviations explain away the deviations of others. I'll go on and explain this. Just like in in our ISKCON in the Western world, there are some people who are saying that we should uh, we should accept homosexuals within the Vaishnav community. You can laugh. I'm not laughing. I'm dead against this. You should. We should let everyone ex- everyone should have their own expression of Krishna consciousness. But I am too simple to understand how this is acceptable. <laughs> And I'm not diplomatic enough to say, yes, this is very wonderful. <laughs> Therefore, I'm very unpopular. <laughs> hmm. If a woman is busily engaged in household duties, and uh, the time for reading is limited up to, uh, to, one, to half an hour, uh, what... Which chapter from Bhagavad Gita or from another book should uh, she read constantly to develop Krishna consciousness? Uh, which chapter is more important? No, you read through systematically, not one chapter again and again. Systematically, you can read through. Uh, there is a uh, there is a movie, video tape, departure of Tamal Krishna Maharaj when his body was brought into Mayapur. Uh, and there, on, uh, and, and there, it is seen how you fainted. Please mm. explain uh, why you fainted. <laughs> was it emotional, or was it due to your emotions? Was it due to heat, or due to fast? They said it was due to heat and fasting. I hadn't. I I had hardly drunk even water all day because I I just drank a little water, and then we got the news, and then I. I, I just didn't feel like even drinking water. I just, I just didn't feel at all like that. But as I remember, just at that moment, the, the reality of his passing away just, just uh, like a, like, like a big wave came in my mind, <laughs> like that. I, I, I didn't. What happened was that we got the news, and then I didn't really believe it. I thought maybe someone made a mistake. <laughs> we got the news, and then. Uh, Sridhar Maharaj said, who's going to announce it to all the devotees? I said, wait a minute, we have to check this out first of all. We've got to make sure 100% this is true before we announce it. So I went to see the uh, the manager of the Mayapur project and he said, yeah, we got phone call from Guru Maharaj, that means Jagataka Maharaj, and uh, he said, so it must, it must be true. But I, I still didn't really believe. I mean, I knew, but uh, it's it's a funny thing. It's difficult to explain. But I, uh, logically, we accept it, but somehow it's difficult to, uh, you know, to, uh, to actually... It's so unexpected, and then... Uh, so it was difficult to actually believe it. So then we saw, actually, his... Uh, 
divine form in that situation where to all intents and purposes it seemed that he had actually left his body. You see his, his yeah. body was brought to Mayapur and then it was brought in the room and being washed and everything like that. So I was looking very intently yeah. at it and I was just trying to see, is this real? I mean, it's difficult to explain because it's it's a very emotional thing. Actually, I didn't have that much association with Kamal Krishna Maharaj. I avoided him somewhat. <laughs> Those who know of him, they can understand what, why. <laughs> He's a very domineering personality and uh, I, I had some... Uh, Disagreement over, not exactly disagreement, but difference of approach. But I had no idea how much uh, feeling I had for him until he passed away. Next question. Uh, in South India, I was told that uh, um, some uh, uh, some scented oil is added to to play to Gopichandam. Um, which are offered to Lord Shiva, and this uh, clay, this chandra, cannot be used in deity worship because it is uh, contaminated. Is it so? Uh, can we use it somehow? Hmm. We there is a certain uh, scented gopi chanda which comes in packets. Scented with uh, sandalwood oil. And uh, right on the packet, it's stated there, it's written in Hindi that it's um, offered to Lord Shiva in the famous temple, Vishwanath temple in Varanasi. Please, those who have cell phones, turn them off. Um, well, that's not exactly, not exactly contaminated, but it's, it's not offerable to uh, Lord Krishna. But you can, the Gopi Chandan, which is not, not uh, scented like that, you, we usually buy that in rough blocks. That that can be used, should be used. Mm. No, it is Chaturmasya and some devotees, they stop shaving their faces. No, it's not. Not Chaturmasya, no. Is it? Um, now it's Purushottam Mas is going on. Yeah, it's I not part of Chaturmasya. I have to translate the question for the Russian to understand. Hmm. Uh, is it okay in our condition, not in our situation? Srila Prabhupada gave standard to always shave our face and head. What should we, should we do with this? Actually, it's not Chaturmasya right now. It's Purushottam Mas, in which one of the ratas that can be followed is also not shaving, but technically it's not Chaturmasya. Srila Prabhupada mostly discouraged his disciples from, uh, especially those who are preaching, from growing beards and hair. Uh, he, he said it looked scruffy. I don't know if you have any words for that in Russian. It looks unkempt or, or untidy or something like that. To a sannyasi who was staying in Mayapur, uh, he allowed, but in generally he didn't, discourage, didn't encourage it. If you can follow dietary restrictions, that's more important than growing your hair. Anyway, during Chaturmas or Baromas, 12 months, try to do everything for the satisfaction of Krishna. Now, a temple there are so-called devotees, who, so-called uh, senior devotees, who stay in Brahmacharya Ashram, wear saffron clothes, but they choose, devo- uh, they choose service. Uh, According to their liking, they choose their service by themselves, uh, <coughs> without uh, caring about the uh, president. Uh, they are doing nothing for many days. They sit at uh, computers and they hear. They don't hear to any. They don't listen to anyone. They don't wake up from underwater. Uh, saying that 
If you uh, see the sleeping place, you can see curtains on their bed beds, so nobody could uh, disturb them. And under the bed, there's a, there's a big stock of uh, condensed milk, canned condensed milk. Uh, how should we uh, fight with it? Uh, if we just... Anyway, I mean, it's enough to understand that. <laughs> The glories of the Brahmacharya <laughs> You could take the condensed milk and use it for making some sweet balls and offer them, use them for distributing prasad to the public. I, I first was uh, allowed to join this gone temple just outside London. And after a short time I moved to the temple in central London, where the temple commander was... Raghubiya Das Brahmachari, now known as Bhakti Chaitanya Maharaj, there was a uh, hardcore non-Mongolati attendee in the Brahmachari Ashram. There was one uh, Brahmachari who was, uh, you know, his, he had made a solid vow not to get up in the morning. <laughs> and he followed it with Utsahan, Nisrayat, Tariyat. <laughs> so uh, the first day I came, I saw Raghubiya Prabhu getting pretty angry with him. And, but still he didn't get up. He was arguing from within his sleeping, <laughs> but he wouldn't get up. So the next morning he threw him down the stairs in his sleeping bag. <laughs> Die, Bhakti Chaitanya Maharaj ki jai. <laughs> there were other things we used to do, like throwing them in the shower in their sleeping bag. These tactics are usually quite effective. Um, Less troublesome than, of course, if they're on beds, it's a little difficult to drag the bed into the shower. But uh, you can bring a bucket of cold water and throw it over them. These techniques tend to be quite effective. I recommend them. In which case can devotee be placed? In which, sorry? In which case can devotee be placed in in hell? Can be put? That's a very strange question. <laughs> Why should you want a devotee to go to hell? Uh, <laughs> Once in London, Srila Prabhupada was asked, Is the Bhagavad Gita also spoken in hell? Prabhupada replied, This London is hell? I'm speaking Bhagavad Gita here. Reflects, who are they? What is this? Deviation or not? How should we associate with them? Or should we just avoid them? Ritvik Vad is a theory of which there are several uh, manifestations. I see theory, not philosophy, theory. Um, several combinations means uh, they are at disagreement with each other. But basically they, uh, they profess that uh, there should be no more 
initiating gurus after Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada is the, he should initiate everyone in future, in present and in future. And that uh, others, uh, the, the others who perform the ceremony and this and that, they can be like Ritviks or priests, but the actual guru is Prabhupada. This theory is uh, derived from a certain, uh, from a conversation in which Prabhupada in, in which this, the topic of Prabhupada's, or the topic of initiation in future after Prabhupada's departure was discussed. It's, uh, philosophically it's not a very good theory because, uh, it, it doesn't have a solid basis in Guru, Sadhu or Shastra. It's based on a few words of Srila Prabhupada which are, uh, taken or, or misinterpreted and taken out of context. Ritvik Vadis, are they in Russia also? I guess they must be, otherwise they wouldn't be asking the question. Maybe they saw their website. You're not aware of them? Uh, Ritvik Vadis, they tend to be uh, highly critical of Gurus in Iskon. And they, uh, they tend to presume that all the Gurus in Iskon are just exploiting their disciples for their own sense gratification. Um, so persons with such uh, distortedly Negative attitudes are probably best avoided. You know, distorted negative attitudes. Um, having said that, I, I, I must say that, uh, I also sympathize with many of the concerns that Ritvigradis have. I don't, uh, because it's, it's not aligned with Guru, Sadhu, and Shastra, uh, I don't accept their, their theory. But I'm also, uh, acutely concerned about various tendencies within our ISKCON society. And uh, if we are to be honest, then uh, there have been and are various problems with our, uh, with, you know, with, with gurus in ISKCON. It's a very sad fact, but a fact nevertheless, that, uh, that many of those who took up the service of initiating disciples were not able, they, they did not remain on the transcendental platform. So these are the... This uh, fact has to be taken into account very seriously. What is the problem? Trouble of problem. Lack of proper, what may be lack of proper sadhana, or uh, maybe due to uh, sannyasis becoming too close to their female disciples. Closeness should be there as soul to soul, but uh, according to Shastra, then even a guru should not very much physically associate with his female disciples. So this is a very big topic. I don't know how much, like so many other big topics, I don't know how many we can get into here and now. We always recommend that devotees have full faith in their gurus, but that faith should be based on uh, guru, sadhu and shastra, not simply some uh, blind sentiment. Therefore, we say that uh, one should examine what is the character of the uh, person one would like to take initiation from. It's a very serious undertaking. In our community there are devotees, grihastas, uh, who are offended because uh, they feel that they are not treated properly by devotees living in the temple. They think that the devotees living in the temple consider them to, to be, be uh, third-class devotees, although Every, everyone can see that they are not following all the principles and uh, they are not up to the standard of Vaishnava culture. They eat chocolate and some carmy bread and they, not, they do not get up in the morning and they demand 
respect towards them from other devotees. How should we cooperate with them? The fourth class condensed milk eating brahmacharis consider the chocolate eating grihastas to be third class. <laughs> Better you all become first class. Otherwise, if you know, if if one pig is criticizing another pig, what what's the value? Become a swan. Now this topic of care of, of devotees is very uh, is, is very uh, welcomed amongst devotees. In Kiev, there was a festival for the, uh, temple leaders uh, under the guidance of Nirajan Maharaj, where he spoke that uh, I won't give any more initiations to those devotees who are situated in unauthorized ashramas like Pomcharis or unmarried brahmacharis, bachelors, a person should uh, uh, take or accept proper of defined, some defined or some certain uh, position either in brahmacharya ashram or in vihastra ashram. What is your attitude towards such unauthorized, so-called unauthorized uh, ashram? I'm not sure, if she, I, I don't recall Srila Prabhupada saying anything about this in particular. The general principle is that everyone should be responsible. Either one should be a responsible brahmachari uh, serving in the ashram, or he should take the responsibility for protecting a wife and bringing up a family in Krishna consciousness. In the modern age, there are many unusual situations, so uh, where some people may not be uh, like um, they may not have the the financial capability to maintain a family, or the, for instance, or they may have been married and then divorced. So there's so many unusual circumstances. Unusual seems almost usual. Mm. Yeah? Uh, if devotee is independent and uh, in his actions, can he remain in brahmacharya ashram? <laughs> if he can, how uh, can he uh, properly? Um, make use of this uh, quality, the, the independence and uh, a little bit of, yeah, uh, independence and self-dependence also. Okay, if one is uh, very much dedicated to the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and has the inspiration to dedicate himself to that mission, he may be independently very, uh, an independently very uh, productive servant of Mahaprabhu's mission. Just like uh, our recently departed godbrother Tribhuvanath Prabhu was very independent-minded, but then he, he did hundreds of festivals all over Britain, Ireland, Africa. He did so much wonderful service. His independence didn't manifest as, uh, as uh, just being negative towards the local management authorities, but it manifested as uh, without their involvement, Without their involvement, he was able to do so much preaching. One of the uh, qualities that a devotee is supposed to possess, according to the ISKCON law book, if they're to be accepted as a candidate for sannyas, is the ability to independently engage themselves in the Sankirtan mission. Um, it's, one of the it's a quality um, that... Uh, that uh, Sanyas candidate is supposed to have fruitfully, purposefully in the uh, Sankirtan mission. So this kind of uh, purposeful use of independence we can surmise is uh, that that would generally be uh, present in a in a if that's present in a brahmachari would generally be like uh, quite advanced. Yeah, if he's actually independently very. 
productively engaged in the Sankirtan mission, that, that, that quality is, uh, means he's quite an advanced brahmacharya.